On the show today, Rich and I discuss college football, smoked brisket, queso, and we drink a tasty cocktail. I'm your host, Brad Jackson. You're listening to the September 11th, 2023 edition of Coffee and Koshan. So, Rich, uh, our last show, I guess, it was a couple weeks ago because, you know, life gets in the way. Um, We talked about the dawn of college football season. It is now here upon us. Uh, This last weekend was a classic game for all time. Uh, Texas rolled into Tuscaloosa, took on Alabama in a primetime matchup on ESPN. It was everything you wanted it to be. Um, Two great story programs going head to head. Uh, I was shocked, (laughs) to say the least, that uh, Texas came away victorious in that. Um, uh, it was amazing. It took me hours to go to sleep afterwards. <laughs> but uh, it was quite the game. Uh, it was a lot of fun. But one thing that you and I have both realized, uh, we talked last time about how they were changing the clock rules for this year for college football and making it more like the NFL so that uh, it didn't the clock didn't stop every time you got a first down. And, my hope was that that meant the games would go a little faster. And it turns out, no. They just filled all that extra time with commercials, didn't they? Yeah. And in hindsight, I guess that should have been somewhat obvious that there was a commercial motive here. But, yeah, there have been halves where, what, like four or five plays occur, and that's about the end of it? Yeah, it's, it's, it drives me nuts because when you go to the commercial break, what used to be like a minute and a half break, two-minute break maybe, is like a four- to six-minute commercial break. It just the, the breaks just got longer. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it didn't really improve the game. Like, you know, we discussed and we thought it was going to be more like the NFL, faster, keep things moving, but nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Uh, That is true. Nope is the answer. Um, Yeah, I'm not satisfied by that at all. Um, I do think that, going back to the uh, Texas-Alabama thing for a minute, Rich, I have to say, um, if this is what you guys have been going through in the SEC on a weekly basis for decades now, I'm not sure how you don't all have heart attacks every Saturday afternoon. There's a lot of alcohol involved. (laughs) Well, now I see why. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Yeah, that's uh, that's something. Um, but, <laughs> you know, and, and not to totally denigrate, you know, football is here. We're getting games. Both of our teams are winning right now. So it's great. I love it. But, you know, like I, I texted you the other day, man, was I wrong about those rule changes. Yeah, it, it is really uh, it is really frustrating. Um, I will say, if you get stuck in a frustrating situation, or really just because you're watching a football game, you need a snack. Snacks are key. And uh, because Rich and I are looking out for you, we've got a super easy one that I use all the time that I love. And because it's starting to cool down, as I'm crossing my fingers here, you can't see it, but I am. <laughs> um, 
it's not 110 outside anymore. It's only 100. And that 10 degrees makes a world of difference, which means it's a little bit more, a little bit more um, uh, survivable to grill outside right now. And uh, the best way I like to do queso, and trust me, I have queso all the time. It's one of my favorite things in the world. It sort of runs in every the bloodstream of every Texan. Um, the, one of the ways I love to do queso is I take whatever uh, meat, leftover meat I have at home, whether that's uh, some nice uh, smoked brisket or pork shoulder or even like ribs or, you know, whatever, whatever you got lying around, um, some steak even, whatever you've got lying around. And you make a queso on the grill. You smoke it, okay, or, or, or on your smoker. And um, you add in whatever that meat is, and you just cook it all in a nice big disposable foil pan so you can just throw the whole thing at the, away at the end and you don't have to worry about cleanup. And this is the way to do queso because it gets this nice smoky flavor from your grill or your smoker. Um, and, uh, it's not, uh, I'm not using Velveeta here. I mean, like we're using real cheese, um, but it's really easy. You just mix, you mix up all the ingredients. So, so we're talking some jalapenos, some tomatoes. Uh, I like to use three different kinds of cheese, like, uh, an American, uh, like a Monterey Jack, um, maybe a little bit of cheddar thrown in there uh, and you can cube it or you can shred it either way, just, so, you know, in, into something that's uh, a meltable size. Uh, piece of cheese then your meat you throw in a little bit of heavy whipping cream to sort of help it all come together and then you gotta put in like your your seasonings like uh cumin um i like smoked paprika you can do chili powder you can do garlic uh, if you really want to uh spice it up you can do some red pepper flakes you put in some salt and pepper let it all just sort of smoke and sizzle and melt and come together and stuff on the on the smoker or your grill and let it sit for a little while um you know i i like to i like to do it at like the the you know low and slow kind of uh heat like 250 300 sort of deal um let it go for a little while let it all come together get all the um the different flavors together and then just pick it up Put it on a on a on a, a you know it's a, a container or something, and get your chips and go to town. This is the way to do queso because it gets it an extra flavor from that smoker from that grill that you will love. Have you tried this before? I have tried some other smoked cheese dips, not exactly the queso. And uh, I, we've got a little bonus uh, Substack post coming out that has some recipes. I'll throw in Brad's uh, smoked queso, but I have used the technique and it is wonderful. And like you say, you you don't have to mess with it. You can just put it in the pan, let it go for a while, and then stir it all together. And it's even easier than making the the old Rotel on the the stovetop where you're constantly having to stir it to try to prevent it from clumping and, and yeah, burning. Exactly. So it's a great technique. And uh, I, I'm also glad that we're getting to weather where we can do that. Uh, as listeners don't know, I texted Brad uh, last Sunday, I think it was that I had just given up. Like I'm making pork shoulders in the oven at this point because I just don't <laughs> want to do it. <laughs> it's just too hot out. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, I think fall is almost maybe here. I mean, 
I think we're supposed to have our last 100-degree day tomorrow, and then it's only going to be in the 90s. But, frankly, I'll take the 90s because, you know, we had, like, 40-something days above 105. So if it's only 95, hey, I'll take that. That that sounds like fall to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> that means that we're getting a little bit closer to I'm okay with standing outside for a few hours and, and smoking a pig or or doing brisket or whatever. Like, Yeah. Once we get a little, well, once we get into when we're in double digits, I'm okay. Yeah, you know, I'm a little bit north of you, and so we're a little bit ahead, and we're down to like the 80s now. Oh. And even when it is 80, the breeze has shifted. You know how during oh, summer yeah. it's just hot, and we've got the cool breeze now. So in the shade, it's downright pleasant. Oh, see, that's wonderful. That's that's coming, uh, or so they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out in the sun it's still hot you know that's uh why i chose the cocktail i did for today it's it's not there i'm still wearing shorts and flip-flops and whatnot but fall is in the air yeah let's talk about that because um uh, this is a nice one uh south side fizz uh with gin i like making this and uh, honestly i think because you can get so much variation in your gin depending upon what gin you choose this can be a really fun drink yes so as you said, there are a lot of different notes depending on what gin you use. So go with your favorite, but it's uh, it's a gin citrus mint cocktail. So get you about six to eight uh, mint leaves and gently muddle those in the bottom of a shaker. Don't you know beat them up. You're not trying to turn them into pulp. And then you add two ounces of gin, one ounce. I'm sorry, a half ounce of lemon juice a half ounce of lime juice, a half ounce of either simple syrup or maple syrup, uh, ice, and then you shake that up and pour it on uh, in a rocks glass over ice. And then you top it with club soda and garnish with lemon and mint. And this is actually a riff on just the south side, which you omit the the rocks glass and the ice. You just shake it and then serve it up. But I kind of like the the fizzy aspect of it, and it you know gives it a little bit uh, more volume for these last days where it's appropriate to have a refreshing cocktail like that. Yeah, I like something like this um, because we're still in that time where I want a nice refreshing cocktail, and uh, something like this really really hits a home run on that. Um, I will say one thing I like to do uh, i i like I like having multiple gins in my cabinet at a time. And uh, sometimes it's fun to do a drink like this with a, a, an aged gin. So one that's been uh, a, one that's uh, got like a, a color of bourbon almost, right? Because it's been Ooh. aged. Yeah, it's been aged in oak barrels. And so uh, it gives this cocktail uh, a nice spin because uh, it has a, a little bit of a, a different uh, flavor profile to it. It's a lot of fun. Ooh, uh, so I've got one of those tabletop barrels that I haven't used as much as I expected to, but coming into fall, I'm looking at starting to experiment with barrel aging cocktails just in my bar, you know, do like a Negroni or something like that and barrel age it for a couple of weeks. You should barrel age some gin. You'll love it. Yes. Yes. That's, that's fantastic. Um, all right, so there you go. You've got a drink. You've got a badass dip that you can take to a tailgate now that it is uh, football season, um, and you're good to go. Yes. Thanks, Rich, as always. Thank you, Brad.